think it's the 15th of July. Um, I haven't podcast. I haven't put out a podcast in two weeks. I usually try to put out one every week, but I just been really busy with the boy and we went to the cabin last weekend in Big Bear, my little family and I, and that was really fun. And now I am really not even wanting to do this, but I want to put out some content, at least two episodes a month, at the very least. Well, that's what I want, but... Fourth of July, we haven't potted between... uh, uh, The last time I potted was before Fourth of July. It was fun. Uh, I haven't... I'm not getting all crazy now that I have a one-year-old. I thought that he was going to love the fireworks. He didn't really care. He he was more interested in the people watching. So, at least he wasn't scared of it. It didn't phase him at all. The explosions in the sky. So, anyways. Okay, so, top... I'm just looking at the uh, top stories on Google right now. Top trending stories. Uh, again, this is like one in the morning on Wednesday or actually now Thursday, July 16th. Apparently four Iranians were charged in federal court in Manhattan with conspiring to kidnap Masih Alinejad A-L-I-N-E-J-A-D She's a journalist. Uh, she's, I think, Iranian-born. She's one of these journalist uh, chicks that uh, is like an activist, and she obviously is critical of the Iranian government, as I'm sure a lot of people her age... Um, see, I don't know what her age is. She looks like she's in her 40s. But anyways, um, good-looking uh, American journalist living in Brooklyn... And uh, apparently the FBI caught at least four Iranians uh, who were 
they think they were from the government because this girl is like, you know, she's, she's a journalist and she's exposing, you know, war crimes or whatever they're doing over there. Just crimes against their own people, women, you know, she's, uh, she was telling women to like take pictures of themselves and post on social media without their, their face coverings and that kind of stuff. The kind of shit that doesn't fly over in the Iran, at least with their, their government as it is right now, the, the, the fucking leaders. Um, so she's grateful to the FBI for foiling the Islamic Republic of Iran's intelligence. But you know what? My first thought about this is like, they're trying to, this was the top story I just looked at right now. And I think they're trying to be like, look, look at what these Iranians are doing right now to this beautiful American citizen. That's all she's trying to do is stand up for her people's rights. And it's like, yeah, okay. But that kind of shit happens all the time. I don't think, honestly, I think that the FBI probably were the ones that were trying to kidnap her in my opinion, or at least they were working with the government or they were undercover working with the government. And that's how they found out about it. And who knows, they could have even been like provoking it um, just so that we could stir up, stir up some like controversy with Iran, because I know that's the war that they want. And by us, I mean the U.S. government or just, you know, intelligence agencies. It's funny, I'm reading this article from the Washington Post, which is a known just media, um, mainstream media outlet. Uh, it says the Iranian foreign ministry spokesman, Saeed Qadis Bzadeh, said Wednesday that U.S. accusations that Iran is plotting to kidnap a dissident Iranian abroad are, quote, baseless and ridiculous. The Associated Press reported that he described the plot as Hollywood-style scenarios, unworthy of a response. So basically, he's like you guys are fucking ridiculous. This has nothing to do with us. We're not trying to kidnap her. And you guys are just trying to stir up trouble. Like always, he went on to say that, uh, making such an imaginary story is not unlikely by the U S its entire short history is full of assassination, kidnapping and sabotage in other countries. That is the most epic quote. I think I've ever heard. It kind of pretty much sums up America from a foreign standpoint. Cause like in European and especially the middle East, their society goes back. I mean, in Iran, their society goes back hundreds of thousands of years. Um, America's history as we know it right now goes back about 300 or something like that. I don't know. 1776. Um, I'm just going to read it again. Cause it's fucking hilarious. Making such an imaginary story is not unlikely by the U.S. Its entire short history is full of assassination, kidnapping, and sabotage in other countries. Basically, he's saying your CIA has fucked over the, basically half the world, if not more. Um, you guys assassinate your best leaders, your, big, your brightest leaders. The best and the brightest are just assassinated. Um, and you guys don't even have a fucking long history. <laughs> Oh, and you guys kidnap people all the time. You guys kidnap people. So he's like, I'm not even going to fucking respond other than this. Oh, that was a response, but I just like how he put that little jab in there. Like you guys, your entire short history is full of assassination, kidnapping and sabotage in other countries. Like shut the fuck up and stay out of our country. You can keep that fucking, they're probably thinking like you can keep that slut. No, I'm just kidding. 
obviously she's not a slut, but like that's probably, you know, she's obviously not covering her face either. So, you know, so that story actually reminded me of a story from uh, a couple months ago that as, uh, has actually back in the news cycle. Um, it's about how the FBI, again, the FBI allegedly used at least 12 informants, quote unquote, informants, undercover agents in the alleged plot to kidnap Michigan, Michigan governor Gretchen Whitmer, according to a new filing in federal court. Um, The thing that was really fishy about this and the thing that reminded me about it is that the government, I mean, the FBI had 12 informants, 12 undercover agents working on the case. And like, I think only 14 of the, there was only 14 people that were like going to kidnap. I don't know how many people were going to in the trying to kidnap this, this Michigan uh, person, but it was like one of these uh, militant n- new groups of people that are like trying to take back the country. So I think uh, the FBI infil- is infiltrating all these movements, these grassroots movements, and they're trying to create havoc. And they're trying to, it's much like the um, storming of the Capitol, I think that was done by uh, agent provocateurs, like uh, actual FBI agents that go into these. Uh, grassroots movements of people that are have good intentions of really just protecting our rights and they go in and rile them up and they they get the young ones and they're like all right we need to go fucking storm the capital fuck shit up uh don't worry we we got people on the inside that'll let us right in uh, we're gonna we're gonna show these fucking bastards we're gonna take back the country the right way with our by force and then like that's the that's the fbi saying that and then the grassroots people are like oh you know I don't know. That seems a little harsh. Why don't we like take a couple sticks back, figure out how to change the government from the inside, maybe uh, get some of our own people elected into local office and then work from there. And then the, these agents are like, no, fuck that. Let's burn it all down. Fucking, you know, and then that's, and then they get the police to come in and crack skulls, you know, whereas there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. It's funny, this this article talking about this attempted, quote-unquote, kidnapping, attempted kidnapping, um, and there was a, peop- a couple of people talking about doing it, and they ended up arresting him. Uh, they probably got him all riled up, and they're like, are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? And they're like, yeah, let's go do it. And they're like, all right, you're arrested. And it's like, what? Um, it says, uh, it says, although prosecutors have acknowledged using informants to build the case, the court file to date has provided very little detail on their activities or identities. Um, so they're like, we don't even know what the fuck these agents were doing. The government has shared ID n- uh, numbers linked to 12 confidential informants. It's like, how many people do you need to work on one case? Undercover people. I thought it was like one or two, like badass undercover cops that go in and infiltrate like a, a crazy mob. But this sounds like a whole like fucking gang of undercovers infiltrating a tiny little like movement. Um it says the numbers linked to 12 confidential informants, but with one exception has not provided background on how they were recruited, what payments they may have received from the FBI. In other words, our money, taxpayers money 
and uh, like how much did we don't even know how much we paid these fucking guys and where they are based. So honestly, this F band of 12, and this is just this case, 12 guys working on this case. We don't even know how many quote unquote informants the FBI has working all around the, the U S and maybe even in other countries. Although the CIA is supposed to deal with other countries and the FBI is supposed to stay within the United States. But we all know, we all know that, man, say you're an informant working for the FBI and nobody knows that you are working for him. Not even our government. Uh, nobody knows how much you're getting paid and nobody knows where you even are based out of. Like you could pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. It's like literally like, I don't know. I don't know. And now there's, they're using these informants to go in and, uh, and just create chaos. You know, it, it's like an old trick. I think Hitler did it. Um, I know, our country have done it a bunch of times. I mean, some people think it's this whole COVID. It was like planned out, administered. And then that whole reaction was like kind of orchestrated to, to facilitate a transfer of wealth up into the, up into the top, like 1.1%. And then, um, you know, put the squeeze on the working class even more so. I don't know. I don't know. Some people might say that that's like a really hard to do plan, but if you look back at history, like they've done crazier shit with less, you know, less people at their disposal that are like fucking just blindly following rules and orders. They were probably like the people that if this is orchestrated, this whole COVID thing, and all the Black Lives Matter and the riots and all that, if that was all orchestrated, there people are probably sitting back right now like, damn, that was fucking easy. Like, look how easy that shit was. So, but I don't know. Speaking of COVID, everybody's fucking favorite topic, and I don't even want to talk about it, but since I'm talking about news stories, like, last week, the uh, president of Haiti got assassinated, probably by our peeps, although they're saying it was Colombians. They were saying there was like 20 Colombians or some shit like they came in and just assassinated the fucking president of Haiti. But I find that hard to believe unless they took like a boat over there or something in the middle of the night. I think it was our guys for sure. They even said one of them was American. So um, and that's just the people that got caught. That's probably not even the people that did it. It was probably some SEAL Team 6 that came in and just fucking took them out really quick. And then they gave them a bunch of poor Colombians to take the fall. But anyways, it's hard to say why or how the Haiti president got assassinated, but I think it has something to do with the fucking COVID because his country had low rates, even though they never went on lockdown. He never mandated any closures of any kind of social events or social distancing laws. He never made people wear masks. In fact, most people didn't wear masks. Um, and they had really, really low rates uh, of transmission or of even COVID cases and even way, way lower rates of death than any other than our country for sure. And like all the other countries that were really implementing strict uh, laws about COVID and then now he's assassinated. But I'm not trying to say that he wasn't part of the like 
fucking upper elites. I don't think any president gets elected in any country without the approval of the banks and the fucking, you know, basically the banks. I think any country that's not on our currency that the, you know, the Americans and the, the central banks of America and London and all that, anybody who's not on that system, you see what happens. You see what happened to Gaddafi. He got a knife up the ass, but I truly think that most people are playing by the rules. And if you don't like, if, if there's, if there's an agenda that comes down the pipeline and they're like, Hey, you need to lock down your country because of this COVID shit. And, and then you're like, no, I think that all of a sudden there's a problem, you know? And they're like, okay, well, now the next guy that tries to do that, like this fucking, I think it was like the South South American president or whatever. They just point, point to uh or South African president. They, they'd be like, Hey, you see what happened to the Haiti, the Haitian president, right? He ain't with us anymore. So maybe you should implement another lockdown or something. I don't know, but I don't know enough about it. All I know is there's something fishy going on there with the president of Haiti. Uh, and now they're saying that there was all these like riots and, and protests against him and stuff, but who knows that shit could be faked. Like the, remember the Venezuela shit that happened before the, before COVID they were saying that there was like massive protests and shit and they needed to get this, the standing president out of there. But there was people on the ground there that were saying, no, it's not like that. There's a, there's a few people that are protesting the current, president but it's the, it's the by far the minority even though our country was over here being like oh man they're over there starving to death and they're eating their fucking own pets and shit because they don't have any meat and it's like no they weren't doing that so it's funny because i'm reading the news articles and i read them now to know what they want us to think not what is actually happening in even in our own country because I see how they twist the news even locally. So why would I believe anything any of these major news outlets say about anything? I, I just really don't trust them. I do want to follow what they are trying to put out, though, to try to, you know, avoid whatever they're recommending. Although I don't watch the news. I just, like, see what's trending. Okay, and moving on. Another hot topic going around right now, especially in my circle, the conspiracy guys circle, is the on July 5th, uh, the office of the director of national intelligence of our country, these United States of America, uh, released a preliminary assessment of unidentified aerial phenomena, uh, or UAPs, as they're calling them now. You may know them as UFOs, unidentified flying objects, but that's the old school terminology. Now they're unidentified aerial phenomena because they don't know necessarily if they're objects. Um, it is a it is a whopping nine pages, which is very very short for one of these uh, reports that the government usually puts out real wordy things, but. I think this one was just a little bit of a tease because they call it the preliminary assessment. And basically what it says, I haven't read the thing. 
uh, the whole thing. I read a little bit of it, but basically what it says is we, it's like, here is this, it's saying from 2003 to, to right now to 2021, there've been like 143 cases of these, the, the air force or our military airmen witnessing these unidentified aerial phenomena and they can't account for what they are. Nobody knows. Our government doesn't know. Our scientists don't know. Our engineers say that this is not possible. Um, and yet the pilots and sometimes it's been like two, three, four guys, a whole fucking bunch of guys seeing it. And so they no longer can like keep it under wraps, I guess, if you want to believe that. I don't even believe it, but we'll get into that in a second. Anyways, so basically this uh, report, it just says, we acknowledge that there's these unidentified things. We don't know what they are. And if we can't, we can't really like test to see what they are because uh, we don't have the proper equipment. So we need some more money uh, to follow up this investigation. So basically, the 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 thing that we spend the most money on as a country, and by far out of any country, we spend more money on our military than any other country combined. Like all the countries in the world combined, we still would probably spend two or three times as much as that. That amount of money, and they can't fucking figure it out. They can't even like pretend to figure it out. They're like, no, we need more. We need some more money if we're going to try to figure this anomaly. So it's pretty much bullshit. The only thing that people are freaking out about, and nobody even cares if you've noticed, this happened July 5th. I don't think anybody's even barely talked about it, except for on podcasts that I listen to. But they basically, the fact that the government came out and finally was like, okay, yeah, there's shit in the sky. We don't know what the fuck it is. That's... That's the only thing that it really said other than we need, we would like some more money. And when it comes to UFOs or UAPs or whatever they want to call them, there's a lot of different like camps. There's a lot of ways of looking at it. Some people think that it's aliens. Some people think that it's our own military or another country's military or another like really rich person figured it out some kind of new drone technology or cloaking technology. And some people think, like I said, some people think it's aliens. Now the people think it's aliens. Some, some of the people think it's aliens from outer space. Other people think it's aliens from our own earth, like a different territory. Maybe our earth is bigger or flat and it goes on for, you know, infinity. And there's all these other territories on our plane and they come from outside ours or they come from, and then there's the people that think they come from another dimensional, they're interdimensional travelers. Like there's, I don't know, there's supposed to be like 20 dimensions or something. Like there are radio stations. We're stuck on this station. And then there's other beings or phenomena, phenomenon that can travel between dimensions, almost like they're flipping radio stations. And um, that's why they can just blip in and out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on that. I think it might be the government fucking with us or just somebody fucking with us. But 
I don't know. I definitely don't believe our government or Tom DeLonge. I never even thought that guy was a good singer. Really annoying. But anyway, so that is that UFO disclosure finally happened and nobody cared. Especially me. I'll believe it when I see that shit. Although I do have people that I really respect their opinion, including my own mom that swears they've seen uh, crazy shit in the sky. So the craziest thing I've ever seen was when Elon Musk fired off that first fucking Tesla rocket or whatever the fuck it was, SpaceX, and he didn't tell anybody. And it was right over L.A., like right at like rush hour. And it looked like North Korea was just trying to bomb us. So thanks a lot, fucking Elon. Here's Elon Musk hitting the blunt on Joe Rogan's. So is that a joint? Or is it a cigar? No. Okay. It's um, marijuana inside of uh, tobacco. Okay. So it's like posh, posh, tobacco, posh. You never had that? Yeah, I think I tried one once. Come on, man. You (laughs) You probably can't because stockholders, right? I mean, it's legal, right? It's totally legal. Okay. How does that work? Do people get upset at you if you do certain things? There's uh, tobacco and marijuana in there. That's all. Yeah, getting high with Joe Riggity Rogan and Elon Muskrat up in the place to be. Don't touch that dial. Smooth, bleasy listening. Yeah, I hope them buds was glistening. Cypress Hill. Hits from the bong. Yeah, man. <clears throat> you see, I don't know if I've talked about this before. Uh, I might have brought it up, but it's like. It happens, this shit happens to me all the time where I guess it's because I drive all the time on the freeway, but me driving on the freeway, just thinking about whatever, concentrating on the road, whatever, or, or even as a passenger, this happens actually more often as a passenger, but you're just looking straight ahead. There's cars all over the place, all to your right, all to your left. There's millions of cars in LA, fucking millions. Um, and you look to your right. And then the motherfucker in the car that's right next to you is is already even either already looking at you or just turns at that exact moment and just looks right in the eye. And then it's like it's almost like a it's like it's like startling almost. It's like jarring to the because you're, you're literally lock eyes with a fucking complete stranger. And. I don't know, it's just. It's kind of a vulnerable time. You're driving, shit's going fucking fast, literally like, you know, 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. Cars are weaving. 
you're trying to just like function in traffic, go with the flow, as they say. And all of a sudden you're like, it's just it's fucking deep emotional staring into somebody's eyes. And usually they're like picking their nose or, you know, fucking smoking a cigarette or something. And in sometimes like, say it's like a girl or something. It's like you look over and, and then she looks at you and you're like, Oh, are you, are you looking at me or, and then she's probably thinking like, look at this fucking perv looking at me while he should be driving. Um, and then if it's a dude, it's even more like awkward. It's like, it's like, bro, what are you, what the fuck are you looking at? Uh, but then he's probably thinking the same thing, but it's just weird. It's like almost like it, it's weird when it happens like right at the same time. Cause you're like, what in it? Cause I always thought traffic was weird anyways, because it's like a school of fish. We're all moving the same direction. We're flowing, um, like literally feet, like less than a foot away from each other sometimes. Um, cause people tailgate also the lanes, you, you know, you don't stay exactly in the middle of your lane. So people are like, you know, getting closer, but you never get too close to touch, but you're literally going 80 miles an hour. Just in, it's like a school of fish or a flock of birds. I know I've talked about that before, but I think there's your brain is turned on in a certain way where you just react the same. So it's like you turn the other person turns you lock eyes and then I don't know, I guess there's an agreement like, Hey, let's keep each other alive over here. Don't do anything fucking crazy. Don't, you know, don't just jerk the wheel into my lane, please. Um, and everything will be all right. I don't know. That was just a weird, a weird thing that I was thinking about the other day in traffic, but I can't remember if I've talked about that or, or, or not. I think this is episode like 94 or 95. So I've already talked and that's not even counting the battery hash episodes, which, we are going to start up again, by the way. Priscilla, Layla, and I are going to start up the Bachelorette rehash. Actually, I don't think we're going to do it for the Bachelorette this season because I don't even care about this Bachelorette. But they're doing Bachelor in Paradise. And um, that's coming out soon. And so I think Prissy agreed that we're going to start doing the Bachelor. That Batch podcast, Batch rehash podcast is hard to do. Because we have to get three people together in the same room and we have to all watch the episode and then, you know, I don't know. It's 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 not just like this where I can decide to do one and just, you know, wait till everybody's asleep, come down to the living room and 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 let it just spit into the mic, you know. But anyways, um okay, I don't even know what else I was thinking about. I was thinking about how like I don't know. I was always talking, I already was talking politics and presidents and fucking it's so stupid. It's so stupid as if these presidents and governors and fucking cabinet members and Senate people and house people as if they even fucking do anything. We all know they don't do shit. We all know that every four to eight years, it changes every couple of years, the fucking, you know, nothing ever really changes. It's an illusion. It's an illusion of choice. It's an illusion that people have any kind of power over our situation right now. Uh, nobody has any control over it other than, like I said, the banks, uh, the Vatican, the cartels, the military, mainly our military and the bankers and the Vatican. I'd, I'd say those are the most powerful people. And, you know, there's fucking powerful ass 
people all over the place, but none of them are presidents and none of them are in the House of Representatives. They're just, that's what they use to control the people. It's like the fucking entertainment arm of the military industrial complex is our political system. These fucking people are like, they're like any kind of politician, even up to the president, down to the fucking, your local representative of your district. They're all like hot chicks that go to a casting and then uh, somebody like Weinstein fucking sits them down and is like, hey, I could make you a big, I could make, I could fucking pay you. You could be paid for the rest of your life, you and your kids. Uh, you go and play ball though. And on the casting couch, play ball means you got to suck my dick whenever I want. But uh, in the casting couch of politics, it means, hey, anytime we fucking tell you to do some shit, you got to vote this way that we tell you. Um, and you gotta, you gotta be good at convincing your constituents and your, your base, your, your voters, you gotta convince them that you're doing it for them, even though it's completely counter, um, everything that, you know, their interests, the people, especially the working class, we're going to fuck them. Um, I don't even think they care that much about the poor people because the poor and the homeless people are just there to make the working class and middle class people fucking terrified um, of becoming them. Uh, that was an old Carlin point, George Carlin. But anyways, yeah, it's all fucking a game. And if anybody can't see that by now, if anybody can't see that kind of shit by now, then I can't even do shit for you. Um, it's, it's pretty obvious at this point. (laughs) It's pretty fucking obvious. I mean, it's so fucking obvious, but the thing is in order to distract the average person, the average well-meaning American that's working and just trying to keep their head fucking above water these days. The only way to distract them from the the real problems going on and how we're getting screwed all the time. And by we, I mean the working class, the middle class, the ever shrinking middle class. The, the real reason to distract us and the distractions they use is so that we don't fucking just stop listening and turn off the news and, and start fucking just caring about our own like people, our own, our own block, you know, our own family. The only reason that they don't, they don't want that shit. So they're going to, they try to divide us. And and when we get together with our friends and family, they want us to fucking argue and, and, and talk about shit that doesn't mean make any difference. Like, like right now, Everybody's arguing about this critical race theory. And honestly, I don't even give a fuck. It just seems like, because I want to be a teacher one day, and it just seems like a fucking hassle for teachers. Because, like, there's a curriculum to teach, and I don't know what the, I honestly, I don't even want to know what the critical race theory is. I think it has something to do with the, some kind of fucking social justice bullshit. But all I'm saying is, let's keep, let's keep that shit to a fucking light discussion. Like people shouldn't be like willing to plant their flag and be like, okay, this is how I feel. Like, fuck you. Even you're my family member, like my best friend be like, fuck you. I won't talk to you again. Cause you don't believe in this, this theory. It's like, okay, man, don't you see that this is another thing like fucking gay marriage or like abortion or any kind of thing. That's clearly, clearly like, or gun control that like clearly, there's like, shouldn't, we shouldn't be arguing about this kind of stupid shit. Like 
it's like personal freedoms, do whatever the fuck you want, unless you're hurting somebody. Um, you know, like don't fucking, it's weird. It's like every law that every single law that's in place that I believe in the elites and upper, upper class people are, are breaking on a daily basis. That's how they stay elite. So I really don't have any respect for, for anybody who's like super wealthy or in any kind of position of political power. And I mean, the people I have, I take that back. There are people in the past and it's getting less and less that have, I've tried, have, they've tried, they've tried to warn us. They've tried to, um, you know, they tried to illustrate and outline the, the problems, uh, the fundamental problems with our country and the things like the fed and the, the constant wars, the constant wars that they're tricking us to get into and pay our tax dollars for these wars that are not benefiting our country at all. In fact, they're fucking us up. And so then they'll put in these things to, for us to argue about, or it's like, yeah, okay, you can, whatever, like fucking, these things should be up to the parents to teach their kids. They're, they're worried about what kids are t- learning in, in middle school and in, in high school and shit. It's like, bro, nobody fucking cares about school. I went to school for, I went to, all the way through mi- elementary, middle school, high school, all in public school, all in LA. And I didn't fucking listen to one shit thing. Like right now I'm really into biology. I didn't give a fuck about biology in school. All I cared about was like fucking pussy and like getting fucked up in high school or fitting in and being cool and going surfing and that kind of shit. I don't care about, dude, social justice was the last goddamn thing on my mind. I didn't want to get beat up and I wanted to hook up with chicks and I wanted to go skating with my friends. Fucking, that was it. I wasn't thinking about, oh, there's more than one gender. How dare my fucking biology teacher want to teach that or my history teacher teach us about like fucking what happened with, I don't even, I wasn't even listening. I think they're giving these kids too much goddamn fucking credit or too much of a voice nowadays. Like I'm from the era where they're like, children should be fucking seen and not heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, just everybody needs to relax and focus on the bigger issues. How, you know, we had to fight for fucking workers' rights. We had to fight for fucking the right for women to vote. We had to fight for the right for people not to be slaves in our country. Um, you know, we had to fight for that shit. And now we're trying to fight for like to fucking our tax dollars to be represented and, and go to the right places, go back to our own communities and shit. That stuff, you have to fight. Otherwise, they fucking keep taking you got to stand up at a certain point and you can't be arguing over bullshit that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, it's like right now I saw, Oh, Oh, there was this mural of George Floyd. There's this big mural, uh, somewhere. I don't even know. And it got hit by lightning, quote unquote, hit by lightning. I think that they can control lightning right now with the whole harp thing. Um, but anyways, okay. So it got randomly hit by lightning and now everybody's like, you see, you see, fucking God doesn't even like George Floyd. And it's like, okay, bro, this shit is getting out of control now. Um, it's really like, I'm telling you the the people that are steering society are the, are the best. They're the smartest fucking human psychology wizards that I've ever seen in my life. It is like the wizard of Oz. It's seriously like, 
there's a small group of people behind a curtain and they're making this big fucking show right now. And we're all playing into it like a, like a bunch of fucking stupid ass. Fucking, I don't even know. It's, it's real frustrating sometimes. Like, and I, I, I don't even want to get in arguments with people, but like, I remember when your own body was like, you didn't want the government to get in to deal in with your body and you didn't want anybody else. Like if you wanted, if you wanted to whatever, like, I just think you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with your own body, including like not get vaccinated or, or fucking whatever, do a sex change or whatever the fuck you want to do, do, I don't, you know, and you got to deal with the repercussions because that's why, that's why you're the only one should have to, should have say in what, what you do with your body or what goes into your body, because you're the only one that's going to have to deal with the fucking repercussions. And I know people will be like, Oh, well, if you don't get vaccinated, then you can be a carrier and this and that. But I mean, I don't know. I never got the fucking flu shot. The flu kills more people every year than fucking any, any COVID variant. So I don't know why people weren't getting mad at me then, you know? But I'm not saying I'm, I didn't get vaccinated or I'm not going to. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is I'm just way surprised with how people are are telling me what to do with my body nowadays. Um, it is pretty crazy. I mean, I guess the government has always told people not to do drugs and stuff, which I'm also against. It's like, dude, you want to go get fucked up? How about the government, instead of locking people up for doing drugs, how about they fucking just regulate the drugs a little bit and make it clean, available a little bit cleaner version available to the people who want to do it. But that's a whole nother discussion. All right. Um, where are we at? I'm going to play a snippet, one more little song, and then I'll finish up with one more little mini rant. And then I think that should be good for another little bit. Sick beat from uh, back in the de- back in the Dizzy by Damn the Automator. It's called my guru. Sitara, Sitara. Mere pyare dosto, main zara apni guru se chik chiklo. Fir main, I'm sorry, my good friend. Let me learn it properly from my guru, then I will teach you. Aromatics 
coffee wise or some kind of tea or fucking I don't even know what the fuck hashish laced potions they drink over there yeah vibing fucking Arabian Nights or whatever Indian fucking Bombay Bombay to Bali Okay, um, last thing I wanted to talk about was this Florida building that collapsed uh, a little while ago in June. I don't know if, I don't think I talked about it though, um, this fucking building, man. Talk about our crumbling infrastructure, literally crumbling right now. Um, not that this condo was part of our infrastructure, but it's, it's it really is represents a bigger problem that we're going to be facing in this country in the coming years, because most of our country was built after world war two, including like our highways and the most of the buildings and bridges and fucking all this shit. And that is, that was in like the 1950s. So shit is like this, this, the Champlain towers in that uh, collapsed in Miami or near Miami in South Florida, uh, like years before, like a couple of years ago, some consultant, some, uh, you know, contract, uh, whatever, what do you call it? Some fucking inspector, uh, that was like inspecting the whole area, uh, <laughs> found alarming evidence of quote, major structural damage, unquote to the concrete slab below the pool deck and abundant cracking and crumbling of columns, beams and walls of the parking garage under the 13 story building. And he was telling, uh, you know, he was telling the, uh, the building managers, yeah, uh, your building's probably going to fall down. Uh, it, or he he was saying it, it at the very least, it doesn't look good and you guys got to fix this shit. And that was two years ago. And I think that's really representative of our whole country, uh, especially the highways uh, or the freeways here uh, uh, in California. They a lot of them are fucked up, and they're just patched. They just patch them up. They don't like resurface them. I mean, in the good neighborhoods they do, but majority of Los Angeles, the the roads are just crumbling, and they just are dealing with lawsuits because people will trip. And sidewalks, the cars will get fucked up in potholes, and then they sue the city, and the city just pays them out with our money, the taxpayers' money. Um, literally, like the fucking sewer systems are crumbling. Are like, I think some sewer system down in uh, El Segundo, down by Doc Wilder Beach. Just the other day, like I think like seven hundred tons of fucking sewage just leaked out because something fucking happened with. The, it's like, dude, we spend so much goddamn money on war. Literally, like, we don't even know how much. That, like, trillions of dollars get just lost in our defense. Um, like, the, literally, the day before, the day before 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld, who just died, he just fucking died in his 80s recently. May he rot in hell, that piece of shit. Donald Rumsfeld was telling the our 
like government, they, he was like, okay, well, we can't really, we can't account for three trillion dollars with a T, three trillion dollars. We don't know what happened to it. We lost it. Um, and then the next day, the very next, that was September 10th. He said that September 11th, 2001. We all know what happened then. The accounting offices of our government and the Pentagon got hit by quote unquote planes. So, yeah, our country is going to crumble beneath us while our representatives just fucking make off with all our money that is supposed to be going back into our infrastructure. Like, I'm telling you, within the next couple of years, there's going to be fucking bridges falling down. There's going to be uh, just shit is going to be getting into our water system because of all the underground pipes are going to start disintegrating. There's going to be sinkholes. There's going to be all kinds of shit. And that's not even, that's, that has nothing to do with the weather, which is going to get more extreme uh, as we're seeing. So everybody better fucking hold on to your butts. as Sam Jackson famously said in Jurassic park, because it's going to get fucking gnarly. Not only with the, uprisings and shit that's bound to happen because everybody's getting fucked but also with the weather and also with our infrastructure is going to crumble so it's like you know pick your fucking poison probably the least thing that we have to worry about right now the least of our worries is covid i mean the stress is going to give more people fucking heart attacks and strokes you know which is the number one and number three leading cause of death in our country cancer being number two, all those things are going to keep happening. And our government, you think our government is going to be like, Hey, we have a problem with heart attacks. We need to address this issue. You know, hundreds of thousands of people every year die from heart attack. We need to figure out this issue. No, no, because the lobbies of like the sodas and the fucking meat industry or whatever, the fucking fried grease industry, they're all just going to be like, no, no, we can't be saying that. We can't, be, we can't be saying that. They're like, why don't you just sell them more drugs? Fuck it. We can get them fucking fat, but then just give them some drugs to clean out their arteries or whatever. That's, that's the mentality of, of today's leadership in America. These are the people that are writing what to teach our kids in schools and, and dictating what we do every day and, telling us what to eat and how to live and again, what to put in our bodies. They're, they're literally saying, okay, it's fine to just eat shit and not drink any water and not exercise and work these meaningless jobs, not fulfilling at all and be closed in away from all your social groups and church groups and family members. No, no, you can't do all the stuff that's healthy. We got to just keep doing the shit that's unhealthy and uh, keep paying us too get back to work because it's fucking, I need another yacht, you know, because when it all, when the, when America crumbles, they don't want to be here. They're, they're buying up land in like fucking Alaska and shit. And like all the, all the States that have like natural aquifers and water and stuff, all the elites are buying up. Bill Gates is buying up all the good farmland. I mean, the billionaires are just going to start buying up all the houses they already have. So, you know, something's got to happen. Something's got to give, as they say, because it's going to get gnarly. It's going to get fucking gnarly out there, folks. Okay. Um, 
What should I play right now? Probably nothing. I'm just going to go out with a little a little jangle, Jiminy Jangle, and I will hopefully probably have a guest next week. Let's do something fun. Enough of this stupid political talk about how we're getting fucked and divided. Let's come together. Next next week's podcast will be a, uh, a happy one. And then coming up, uh, my big hundredth episode. I'm gonna plan. I'm gonna try to plan something really good and fun because it's a hundred episodes. That's a lot of talking. And for anybody who's listened, you know, I thank you guys. And I'm trying to make it a good one. The hundredth episode will be. We'll either have like some returning favorite guests or some new special guests or maybe a little bit of both. Uh, maybe we'll call people. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll, it'll be good. Uh, I'll plan, I'm going to start planning it out. But until then, we have. I think we have a handful more that that are also. I'm going to try to make good and fun and funny. Anyways, stay fucking positive out there, cause there's a lot of shit that can fucking kill you, and. COVID probably is not one of them. Cowboys and pioneers, come lend your eyes and ears. I've got the need to testify. Oh yeah, Alan Jackson, Don't try baby. Try to build your nest out in the open west, cause there's a million ways to die. Bullets in the gut are just a paper cut. Too many ways to quantify. They'll cut your ankle off to cure a minor cough. Cause there's a million ways to die. A million ways to die. It's a hundred and one in the shade of the sun. If you fall asleep, you fry. Live like a saint, but there just really ain't no avoiding a million ways to die. Smallpox and bigger pox and deadly tomahawks. Oh, God forbid you steal a pie. They'll blast you into shards for playing good at cards. Cause there's a million ways to die. Hardly ever rains, and you can hear coyotes cry. They'll eat you up and then they'll shit you out again. Cause there's a million ways to die.